Hello, this is Pastor Nick Hood, and today I will be reading from Revelation chapter 6. And what we will learn in this chapter is, uh, in a previous chapter, we were introduced to the seven seals and um, all of the uh, concern as to who could open the seals of the scroll and we're told that it is Jesus, the one who was slain, who was able to open the seven seals. Uh, in this chapter, in chapter 6, we read about the opening of the first six seals. The seventh seal will be opened in chapter 8. Uh, but I thank you so much for joining me in this process, and let us begin. Then I saw the Lamb open one of the seven seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures call out, as with a, with a voice of thunder, Come. I looked, and there was a white horse. Its rider had a bow. A crown was given to him, and he came out conquering and to conquer. When he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature call out, Come. And there came out, another horse, bright red, its rider was permitted to take peace from the earth, so that people would slaughter one another, and he was given a great sword. When he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature call out, Come. I looked, and there was a black horse. Its rider held a pair of scales in its hand. And I heard what seemed to be a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a day's pay, and three quarts of barley for a day's pay, but do not damage the olive oil and the wine. When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature call out, Come. I looked, and there was a pale green horse. Its rider's name was Death and Hades followed with him. They were given authority over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword, famine, and pestilence, and by the wild animals of the earth. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slaughtered for the word of God and for the testimony they had given. They cried out with a loud voice, Sovereign Lord, holy and true, how long will it be before you judge and avenge our blood on the inhabitants of the earth? They were each given a white robe and told to rest a little longer until the number would be complete, both of their fellow servants and of their brothers and sisters who were soon to be killed as they themselves had been killed. When he opened the sixth seal, I looked and there came a great earthquake. The sun became black as sackcloth. The moon, the full moon, became like blood. And the stars of the sky fell to the earth, as the fig tree drops its winter fruit when shaken by a gale. The sky vanished like a scroll, rolling itself up, and every mountain and island was removed from its place. Then the kings of the earth and the magnates, and the generals, and the rich, and the powerful, and everyone, slave and free, hid in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains, calling to the mount mountains and rocks, fall on us 
and hide us from the face of the one seated on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath has come, and who is able to stand? So we conclude the reading of the sixth chapter in the Revelation to John. And what we've learned in this sixth chapter uh, is the opening of the first six seals. The seventh seal we'll read about in chapter 8. I'd like to offer some questions for reflection on what we've just read. Number one, what is your first impression when reading this chapter? Two, each of the seals that are open represent the future, what is to come. What do you think the first century readers of this chapter made of the images of the seals being open? Three, how do the visions of the four horses in the opening of the seals impact your understanding of what is to come? Four, although each of the open seals predicts some destruction or suffering, none of, none of the calamities represent destruction of the world in totality. And what does this tell you? And five, Many theologians and biblical scholars believe that the revelation vision that is given to John represented real challenges and opportunities for the first century church. How do you think the early church received this revelation? I'd like to conclude us now with a prayer. Lord, I love you. Lord, I need you. Lord, I trust you. Come quickly, Lord Jesus, and make this world right. Come quickly, Lord, and make me right. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This is Pastor Nick Hood, Pastor and Senior Minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ, located at 600 East Warren Avenue in the heart of Detroit, the tip-top of the Medical Center area of Detroit. I appreciate so much you taking the time to listen to this podcast reading of Revelation chapter 6. I hope it's been a blessing to you. It's certainly been a blessing to me. If you have a friend, who does not go to church, who believes in God, maybe he doesn't believe in God, but is open to believing in God. I hope that you will share this podcast with them. For some people, it's easier to hear the Word of God than to read the Word of God, and uh, particularly if they don't want to go to church. Uh, so that's my favor that I ask today, that you share this podcast with somebody. Thanks again, and tomorrow I'll be reading from Revelation chapter 6. This is a very powerful chapter that talks about the dead in Christ uh, who will be saved. And uh, if you have any friends who are Jehovah Witness, or you know Jehovah Witness, uh, you'll find tomorrow's reading very, very interesting, uh, you know, in terms of who gets to go to heaven and who does not. Uh, and I hope you'll join with me in this process. Again, this is Pastor Nick Hood. Thanks so much for being with me. God bless and God keep you.